and collaborator Gordon Cheng of the Technical University of Munich, one of the founding members of the Walk Again Project, a nonprofit international collaboration among the Duke University Center for Neuroengineering, the Technical University of Munich, the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Lausanne, and the Edmund and Lily Safra International Institute of Neuroscience of Natal in Brazil. A few new members, including major research institutes and universities all over the world, will join this international team in the next few months. The project builds on nearly two decades of pioneering work on brain-machine interfaces at Duke, research that itself grew out of studies dating back to the 1960s, when scientists first attempted to tap into animal brains to see if a neural signal could be fed into a computer and thereby prompt a command to initiate motion in a mechanical device. Back in 1990 and throughout the first decade of this century, my Duke colleagues and I pioneered a method through which the brains of both rats and monkeys could be implanted with hundreds of hair-thin and pliable sensors, known as microwires. Over the past two decades, we've shown that, once implanted, the flexible electrical prongs can detect minute electrical signals, or action potentials, generated by hundreds of individual neurons distributed throughout the animal's frontal and parietal cortices, the regions that define a vast brain circuit responsible for the generation of voluntary movements. This interface has for a full decade used brain-derived signals to generate movements of robotic arms, hands, and legs in animal experiments. A critical breakthrough occurred last year when two monkeys in our lab learned to exert neural control over the movements of computer-generated avatars that touched objects in a virtual world, but also provided an artificial tactile feedback signal directly to each monkey's brain. The software allowed us to train the animals to feel what it was like to touch an object with virtual fingers controlled directly by their brain. The Walk Again Consortium, assisted by its international team of neuroscientists, roboticists, computer scientists, neurosurgeons and rehabilitation professionals has begun to take advantage of these animal research findings to create a completely new way to train and rehabilitate severely paralyzed patients in how to use brain-machine interface technologies to regain full body mobility. Indeed, the first baby steps for our future ceremonial kicker will happen inside an advanced virtual reality chamber known as a cave automatic virtual environment room with screens projected on every wall, including the floor and ceiling. After donning 3D goggles and a headpiece that will non-invasively detect brain waves through techniques known as electroencephalography, or EEG, and magnetoencephalography, our candidate kicker by necessity, a lightweight teenager for this first iteration of the technology, will become immersed in a virtual environment that stretches out in all directions. There, the youngster will learn to control the movements of a software body avatar through thought alone. Little by little, the motions induced in the avatar will increase in complexity and will ultimately end with fine motor movements such as walking on a changing terrain or unscrewing a virtual jelly jar top. The mechanical movements of an exoskeleton cannot be manipulated as readily as those of a software avatar, so the technology and the training will be more complicated. It will be necessary to implant electrodes directly in the brain to manipulate the robotic limbs. 
we will need not only to place the electrodes under the skull in the brain, but also to increase the number of neurons to be read simultaneously throughout the cortex. Many of the sensors will be implanted in the motor cortex, the region of the frontal lobe most readily associated with the generation of the motor program that is normally downloaded to the spinal cord, from which neurons directly control and coordinate the work of our muscles. Some neuroscientists believe that this interaction between mind and muscle may be achieved through a non-invasive method of recording brain activity like EEG, but that goal has yet to be practically achieved. Gary LeHue and my group at Duke has devised a new type of sensor, a recording cube that, when implanted, can pick up signals throughout a three-dimensional volume of cortex. Unlike earlier brain sensors, which consist of flat arrays of microelectrodes whose tips record neuronal electrical signals, LeHue's cube extends sensitive...